Well tonight, we're gonna have a pizza party Pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party Welcome to another episode of Gimme Pizza, a Mary-Kate and Ashley podcast. I am your host, Amity Hansen. I am recording this intro without a microphone, just on my MacBook. Um, I am currently not at my house. I don't have my mic. That's about it. That's all I have to say about that. I have Arielle Chinkle back on the podcast. Um, you may know her from one of the older episodes, we talked to her just about being a Mary-Kate and Ashley fan, and she's also been on the Mary-Kate and Ashley movie boyfriends episode. In this episode, I do want to give a trigger warning before anyone gets, you know, started into the episode. We do talk about the sexualization of, you know, young girls in Hollywood, in the media, this is kind of a dark episode. We talk about the countdown to Mary Kate and Ashley turning 18, gross men, shock jock stuff. Um, that's about it. Please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Buy merch on Etsy. Give me pizza podcast in on Etsy. That is how I keep this podcast going. It does cost money to it costs money and time to do this podcast. So do me a favor and buy some merch. That's, you know, helps me out a ton. Um, and before I get this episode started, I do want to say next week I will not have an episode. Um, you know, I try and stick to like a schedule and like, okay, I'm going to get weekly episodes out. And then the schedule then becomes kind of a prison and I need to just take some space, some breaks. Um, but I will have, I do have things booked and so just next week, there will be another break in podcast releasing, um, but that's about it. Enjoy the episode with Ariel. Hey, Ariel, back, back Hi. on Give Me Pizza Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> to talk about the absolute, like, darkest Truly, point yeah. Yeah. in the Mary-Kate and Ashley history. Well, like, yeah. not as dark as, like, I feel like Mary-Kate's like eating disorder is probably like the dark point. Yeah. And this is pre that. We yeah. won't get into really that. The countdowns. The 18 countdowns to Ugh. 18. I was like really not sure if I wanted to talk about this. I was like, you know, obviously, you know, trigger warning, just like off the bat, this is some like disgusting things. We're going to talk about some gross shit. But I feel yeah. like it's important to like deconstruct it- this. It's it's important. I think you and I will handle it, I hope, with like care and, and yes. give it the respect um, that it deserves. But yes. obviously, yes, it is something that could be super triggering. Um, it's not a fun thing to talk about. It's no. really terrible. And um, yeah, and actually this topic was sort of on my mind because I just finished the book, um, My Dark Vanessa. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. It, it came out earlier this year and it's about a, um, it's written from the vantage point of a, a girl who had a, I mean, they call it an affair, but it's not a relationship with her 42 year old professor when she was 15 at boarding school. And she 
it's meant to be like dual timing. So like Mm -hmm. it talks about the relationship when she's 15 and then it goes into when she's 32 and, um, and it's like right around when me too is happening. And so it's, um, super dark, uh, like, like really fucked up. And so when you asked me to do this, I was like, oh my God, like this is on my mind because I just finished this book. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously not totally the same, but definitely a, similar concept of you know the sexualization of literal teenagers oh god it's so disgusting the fact I mean just like right off the bat I mean the fact that Howard Stern still has a career is like mind-blowing to me yeah I um I never have listened to him um other than like you know seeing clips or like hearing yeah. things that he said. Um, but I have never been a fan. I do not understand why he is still famous. Um, it's kind of like proof to me, like I said to you, that cancel culture is not real because you could easily pull up any random clip of his and it would be enough to cancel him. And yet right. he's still here. <laughs> yeah. And I read, um, when I was doing my like, research for this episode, I read that he had like a team kind of try and scrub the internet of all of his shit about Mary Kate and Ashley, like, and maybe other stuff too about like teenagers, but obviously the internet doesn't forget. And on Twitter, you can find these clips where he's talking about Mary Kate and Ashley when they were like 13 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I listened to all those clips in that thread. I was really disappointed with John Stamos in that first one. Yeah. He, I mean, he didn't like say anything, but that wasn't like, like that to me was, he could have said, Hey, listen, like, that's not cool. Come I on. know, I know this is your stick, your shtick and you're supposed to say these yeah. like, provocative things, but that's, he could have just been like, okay. This and is luckily cool. they were at the time in their twenties during that interview. Yeah. And he said like, I think Howard Stern is like, Oh, they're, you know, what are they? 18. And, and John Samus was like, you know, they're 23. They're like 22, 23. Like they're, they're adults. Like you don't have to like call them teenagers for shock factor. Yeah. I almost feel like that's what was happening with, with, uh, Howard Stern where he's like, what are they? They're, they're still teenagers, right? Like that's still hot. Yeah. So I, I went back and pulled out all of my, um, all of my, magazines that I have. Oh, I love and I read I have I have so many and uh, I don't think I definitely don't have all of them, but I have a lot. And um I specifically I mean I read all of the interviews with them, but the thing that made me saddest was they so the the thing I found was a definite clear difference in the way they were covered in like the teen magazine. So like 17 Cosmo Uh girl teen people versus the adult magazines, Rolling Stone. Um, uh, what else? Like us weekly, like the ones that were not geared towards teenagers and a lot. What was, what freaked me out was that so many of the articles mentioned this stuff, like the countdowns. Um, but it all, Every single one, even the teen magazines glossed over it. Like, oh, you know, that's just some gross thing that men do, you know? Yeah, like, it's uh-huh. like so much excuses. A lot of these articles that I read were like, oh, it's just, it's a controversial thing. Oh yeah, these shock jock DJs are like making official Mary-Kate and Ashley turn 18 
oh, the Olsen twin jailbait countdown. Yeah. By, um, what is it? Lex Stanley and Terry James. Yeah. Like two shock jock DJs. Just, and yeah, just articles just glossed over it. Like it was the most normal thing in the world. Yeah. And it's like, I, what, what I, after like thinking about it through what struck out to me the most was that it's, it's an entire thing geared by adults that, so, so let me back up for a second. One article that I read was, um, and I'll send it to you, was written as like an op-ed, I think, in the Sydney Morning Herald, so an Australian paper, but it's still online, and it was like, the article was, I guess, right after they had done a press tour, I'm assuming, for New York Minute, mm-hmm. and the person writing it, I believe it was a woman, was like, you know, thank God those Olsen twins are getting out of our country. You know, here they are promoting their tardy makeup lines, you know, sexualizing little girls and blah, blah, blah. What the fuck? So then it starts going into this, like, like it has interviews and like scientific data with people who are talking about how like sexualizing young girls is, you know, is a thing. It happens all the time, especially in the media. Um, And so instead of this woman who wrote this zooming out and being like, this is a product of a larger societal problem right. caused by adults, both male and female, like men and oh, women here totally. are, are excusing this behavior or whatever. The woman spent the first like three paragraphs blaming them for the image they're portraying and not giving any credence to the fact that it is adults that were making those decisions and adults portraying, you know, not even just them. Like, you know, you could literally name anybody, Brittany, Christina, like we're talking about literal teenagers that were being told, this is what you should wear. This is what you should do. This is how you should act. This is how you should dress all of that Mm -hmm. stuff. And it was just so hypocritical. I just was like, I can't even like, it's so, it's such bullshit. And what's insane is like, so this article, was she saying that Mary Kate and Ashley promote the sexualization of young girls? Mm -hmm. I feel like they're, their clothing lines, their makeup lines, everything that was like geared towards girls, it was not sexualized. Like there was no sexual element to any of that stuff. Yeah. Like all of this stuff was actually quite modest. Yeah. And at least from what I can recall, it was it, it definitely like as somebody of that age that I was equally obsessed with them. And then this sort of like, like what sucks about it, I guess, is that even at those ages, girls in the public eye were meant to fit a certain image. So you have like the good girls, the Mary Kate mm-hmm. Ashley's, the like Emma Watson, I feel right. like was like that. Millie Bobby Brown is probably more of a more current example. And then there were like the bad girls, the Britneys, the right. Christinas, the Lindsay Lohans, whatever. Mm-hmm. And but the the same thread is what connects it, which is that no matter what they do, whether they portray a good girl image or a bad girl image, they're still the problem and they're still like demonizing the youth of America, which is such bullshit like on every level yeah it's truly mind-boggling that even these adult magazines that are just like oh are Mary Kane Ashley going to be sexualized when they're older oh they're 18 now this like switch of 
they were good girls when they were young, when they were 17, when they're 18, are they going to have a sex tape? Are they going to go into yes. porn? Oh, are they going to, what are they going to do? America's favorite fantasy. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's my favorite. Yeah. That is it's... just so <sighs> fucking gross. Yeah. That they, they're putting like these, like Mary Kay and Ashley were teenage girls Mm-hmm. And they were betting whether or not they would have a, like, that they would get into porn. There's nothing wrong with that. But did yeah. they really think that Mary Kay and Ashley were going to get into that? Like, So the other thing that I, when I was reading all these articles, like interviews with them, um, they, it, it, it really, it was sad because like one of them outright asked I think it was Ashley. I think it was this one. Um, asked her, you know, what do you, what did you guys make of all that Howard, Howard Stern stuff and um, the countdowns and all of that? And she, oh, yeah. And, and she, she was, she was like, oh, you know, that we think he's funny. Like that's just what, you know, the whatever. Product that, of, I think I wrote down that it's just a product of being a girl. Yes. And that yeah. to me, like you're asking somebody who is still a, either a teenager or, or a, a young yeah. adult or whatever, told like e to that make the sense with the territory of just being a girl. Right. Like you're asking somebody to make sense of it when they, they couldn't possibly be aware at that point of what is going on. Right. And everybody else is excusing it and making it okay. And it's clearly not, but right. for some reason that was what flowed. And it's like, it, it just feels like sad to me. And I do actually think that when people say like, well, you know, what happened to them? Like, why do they avoid the public eye? Why do they dress in such baggy clothes? It's like, if you were sexualized at 13 years old, you, you would be, yeah. you would have some issues too. And it reminds me of Billie Eilish. Here. Yeah. Like Billie Eilish always dressing yeah. like really baggy clothes and it's, you know, similar, similar like thought. Why would it, why wouldn't Mary Kate and Ashley want to wear, yeah, baggy clothes, frumpy clothes still to this day? It broke yeah. my heart when Ashley said that it was her worst nightmare that they fa- like took photos of her in her bikini while she was on vacation and she cried. Yeah. Even though they've been in, you know, bikinis for their movies and their shows and everything, but just like the private, like her feeling that her privacy was just totally taken from her, just like in a bikini is just heartbreaking for me. Yeah. I think that, that, I mean, I'm sure that this, this definitely existed, this sort of like wave of, of sexualizing young celeb, like it's specifically female, but young celebrities like definitely existed in the before times, like the eighties and the seventies. And Mm. like, I can think of like Brooke Shields as an example, but I think what made it so much worse in the like late nineties is that the internet, like not only was it tabloid culture and it was paparazzi like following people, but the internet just sort of brought all the creepers out of the woodwork and gave them a space to like- Right. Like you can still like go find forums that existed from back then. I mean, it's tougher, but you can. And it's like those spaces just continue to grow and magnify. And now there's just no, no protection for, for somebody. And it is really sad that, um, they, that they went through that. And I don't doubt that like, 
<clears throat> even in one of the interviews, somebody asked them, I think it was Ashley, like, do you, like, what contributed to Mary-Kate's eating disorder? Which, first of all, should not have even been asked in oh the first God. place. But that she basically, is... she basically said, like, I mean, we've been followed around and, and treated like this all of our lives. Like, it, it catches up to you. Like, it, oh, yeah. You know. Oh, it, like, you, what do you Do expect? you know what article that was? I'm so, I want to read I that one. say that it's this one that I have right here. Oh, yeah. So she says, um... Everything about them was, this is from Marie. September, 2007. So oh my um, God. a little bit beyond, a few years beyond all that, but um, everything about them was scrutinized, spun, served up for comic fodder, even the eating disorder Mary Kate was treated for two years ago. And so Ashley said that situation was more about how destructive the media can be to a person emotionally, to oh, their yeah. identity, their public persona. It's really sick. Um, and it's like, yeah, it is really sick. Like it's not, it's so not okay. Yeah. Just like thinking of the damage that the media had done, especially all like the sexist media and portrayal of them when they were younger is just so repulsive to me. And I saw, I was reading this one article just about like the countdown clocks that kind of happened to a lot of celebrities and celebrities now at like there was like a countdown clock for Hillary Duff, Emma yeah. Watson, Lindsay Lohan, and then and Natalie Portman. And she in um yeah. at the a woman's march, she said a countdown was started on my local radio show to my 18th birthday. Um you've oh my god, I can't read that word. Euphemistically, <laughs> the date that would be legal to that I would be legal to sleep with. Movie reviewers talked about my budding breasts in reviews. I understood very quickly that even as a 13-year-old, that if I were to express myself sexually, I would feel unsafe and that men would feel entitled to discuss and objectify my body to my great discomfort. I feel like this like isn't talked about enough. No, it's not. And I I think there's still this sort of thing that it's like, it's like okay, which mm-hmm. I don't like, it's, it hasn't been given enough attention that it's that so that people are aware that it is not okay. And, um, even like fast forwarding to like today, um, apparently this also happens with Millie Bobby Brown, who's the girl that's on stranger things. I think she's only like 16, but, um, same thing like they have you know the creepers like come out of the woodwork for her and there was a really good article that um was written by Mara Wilson um, who started Matilda like she was a child star Uh and she basically was like you know like the title of the article I think was like don't sexualize young girls and it was basically for Millie Bobby Brown but it was just kind of this topic like at hand and it just it just like makes me so like, like I I started to like kind of dig through stuff on Millie Bobby Brown just to see like if the tone was changed, like, Mm -hmm. okay, if there isn't a countdown clock for her, like what does it look like now? And essentially what it looks like is men on Twitter who are like, if she's at an award show, it'll, and like, if she's like, you know, dressing like a 16 year old, it'll be like, oh my God, you know, she like, she, she looks like she's so, you know, she's so grown up and whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
it's disgusting. And then on the other hand, if she dresses like covered up, they're like, why does she look like she's 35? Right. It's like, well, what is it that like, like it's not like how this 16 year old dresses is not for you to like, you don't get to decide that it has nothing to do with you. And yet, so, so it, it looks a little different, but it's still there. It's the same message basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I see that livecountdown.com does have a Millie Bobby Brown turns 18 countdown and Reddit. There's a, like a thread on Reddit. Like what do these guys think that that means? Like that they're going to, be, like that Millie Bobby Brown is now going to want to sleep with like some neck beards that live in their mom's basement. Like, I don't understand. What it feels like to me is not even that like these countdowns exist to like make it okay for guys to find them attractive. It's like a countdown to when they can stop finding them attractive because oh. then suddenly they're like out of the alluring age range. So it's like, oh, yeah, she's 18. Like there, there's, there'll be another one. Like, right. it's, it's cool. And it's like, Oh, yikes, 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 yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that like ties it back to the Howard Stern stuff. Like once they were older, he s- stopped talking about them, yeah. except like with John Stamos and he was still alluding to them being teenagers. So it's interesting that all of, you know, Howard Stern's talks about the Olsen twins ended. Yeah. Basically after they turned 18. Yeah. It's, I, I want to say that like, it's gotten better, but I don't think it has. I think that people are just smarter about like where they, yeah. where like, they I don't think that things. it's on like, the, like these shock jocks that had the, the official countdown, they had a party in Vegas for Mary Keen Ashley's 18th birthday. <sighs> they, and they said that they were going to have like Mary Keen Ashley's real friends be interviewed over the phone for it, which I, did not find any proof of that actually being able to happen. It probably would have been like guys that went to high school with them, like maybe jerk offs. Spren- didn't Spencer Pratt go to high school with them? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. He would be on that. Well, I mean, yeah, just like the birthday parties that they had. Like, like yeah, these shock jocks had a Mary Kate and Ashley birthday party in Vegas, and they had started the they started joking about them when they were like 14 and they started the countdown when they were 15. I just, you just, you have to know, like, I mean, I've never been a man, thankfully. Yeah. To say that, like I would never want to be, but <laughs> I, I, you have to wonder, like I, and I, th- I feel like we mentioned this the last time we were talking about the, um, the boys in the movies, but mm-hmm. you have to like, I don't know. I just, I look at somebody that is even in their early twenties to me as at 30, as a baby. Yeah. Like to me, they're a baby. They're, they're right. just, you can tell they're Couldn't so young. Imagine. And, right. Like, like one thing that even just grows me out is I, I read a thing on people magazine about, um, Cara Delevingne, the supermodel and uh-huh. Kaya Gerber, also a supermodel, like becoming best friends. And some people think they're dating, which is whatever, but like Kara is 28 and Kaya is 18. What exactly do a, like an 18 and a 28 right. year old have in common? They when, don't. When I was 19, I dated a 33 year old and it was absolutely like the most chaotic, toxic, like, well, for one thing, the 33 year old was extremely immature. 
Of he course, yeah. slept in a laundry room on the floor with Power Ranger sheets. He, like all of his friends, like none of his friends were surprised that he was dating me. It was just bad all around. But it's just yeah. like, and what's interesting is it was like the woke community, like like woke Portland punk community right. in like yeah. 2010. Where, and like nowadays, I feel like that would not have flown, like that wouldn't fly. But just like that wasn't that long ago. That was 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do think that it's, I don't think that like age gaps are inherently bad. No. Um, you know, I, I, I truly don't think that when you're like in your thirties and forties and beyond that it matters if there's like a 10 year difference no. or whatever, like it's, it's all, it's whatever. But I do think that when it's so delicate, when someone is a literal teenager or in their twenties and that age gap is there, that is a, it's, there's a huge developmental difference where the 28 year old should be, should know better and know what they're doing. And the 18 year old just cannot be blamed. No. Because they don't, an 18, 19 year old, like you're still a kid. You don't yeah, you know. S- seriously. There's such a power dynamic. Right. at play like there's such a power in like inequality there and I mean you can even go back I mean obviously it's different with Mary Kate and Ashley and they're like the guys that they date and yeah. everything but I can't help but wonder if you know I question the men in these situations right these older exactly. guys yeah Mary Kate and Ashley are yeah I don't think that they're like vulnerable at this point they're like powerhouses they're in their thirties. They know what they want. They can date whoever they want, but then totally, you question yeah. like these older guys, like you, I mean, we'll never know if they were also kind of egging on that countdown. Yeah. Right. They were like excited for Mary Keen Ashley to turn 18. Cause it's yeah. So uh, ugh, I just, I hate it. And they, they're like, and it's, you know, not even just Mary and Ashley, but I guess like Vivid Entertainment, the company that distributed Kim Kardashian sex tape offered Kylie a $10 million yeah. deal when she turned 18. It's, it's just so like, it's, it's like unbelievable. And I just don't understand how these, how it's still so normalized. Yeah. I mean, even um, I saw that there was a, uh, TMZ did a, a countdown, to, well, not a countdown, but like they wrote a post in 2013, some really not that long ago. And it was like, it was like Kendall Jenner, 52 days and like a photo of her in a bikini. And it was like, she's turning 18. And it's like, I just like it. And then people like, you know, like in articles that I read about it, we're like, well, you know, her family puts everything out there, whatever. And it's like, you're talking about a 17 year old girl. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter what her family does. It doesn't matter that she's on TV. It no. doesn't like, it doesn't matter how famous the person is. And that could extend to literally anyone that we're talking about. It doesn't matter what they do for a job. It doesn't matter if they model. It doesn't matter if they are the most famous people in the world or whatever. Like you are not giving that person agency to, be a child. And that's, that's the ultimate problem is that you you are treating a child like an adult. And that is exactly the issue. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that in a lot of these articles, like even with like Robert Thorne, you know, he would, 
he would like sexualize them in this weird way that was, he, he would almost say like, okay, no, they're modest. Like they won't do this. They won't do that. But you can't really control what the guys think. Can't really control if like the guys want, want anything to do with them. And it's just like, he had no pr- real protection over them. I feel like, even though he was their manager yeah. and like, and even, you know, the people that worked for them did also seem to not care about the fact that these, like they were teenagers and all of these older guys were sexualizing them. And then even just thinking, okay, when they're 18, they're going to then just be big movie stars. Like the, everyone around them was just like, oh, Mary Kay and Ashley are going to continue to make movies. They're going to continue to be in the spotlight. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll do, you know, more adult features. Maybe they'll get, you know, do some on-screen nude scenes. I am not surprised that they just got the fuck out of there as soon as they could. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's adults, adults taking kids, molding them how they want. Like they, they, like that guy knew what he was doing. All the people around them knew what they were doing. All of Mm -hmm. the interviewers knew what they were doing. All the people writing the stories, they know what they're doing. All of the people setting up the photo shoots and whatever, like, you know, exactly what you're doing when you put them on a cover, straddling each other and whatever. And then to put the blame on them and say that they, like, you cannot expect somebody that is 14, 15, 16, 17 to know the weight of those decisions and whatever. And even if like all these years later, the person is fine with it or is like, you know what? Yeah. I was like exploring whatever. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I wanted to do it and it was fine. Like you still don't, it's, it's still not that person's fault for the decisions that were made by adults around them. And that's mm-hmm. what I think is, is the worst part is it like, yeah, they knew exactly that they were marketing them in a certain way and yeah. hoping that things would go in a certain direction. And, um, or hoping, you know, to get the money from the kids who are, fr- who, who are huge fans of Mary Kate and Ashley, the, the young kids, and then the older men yeah. and like older teenage boys who just want to, you know, jerk off to their, like, they want, they're, they're banking on like, like the Rolling Stone magazine is banking yeah. on kids to buy that magazine because they love Mary Kate Ashley. Like me. And older like guys. I did. <laughs> yeah. And older and guys to buy the magazine because yeah. they like the cover. Right. Yeah. And then that's just kind of, it's, it's like so, so scuzzy. And I also noticed like the, so the chase Brown.com countdown, which was like one of the many Mary Kane Ashley countdowns, they yeah. didn't even spell Olson, right? They spelt it O L S O N. And it's just like that to me, I was like, that's like the little, the, like these little things, but just, it made me so disgusted that they, it was just clearly like, sh- like they have no idea. You can't even spell their name. It's just like. Sorry, are you hearing that? I yeah. Don't, no. Oh my God, I'll, I'll X her out. Um, I, um, yeah, so I, one thing that I remember like pretty vividly was back in the day, like, a, like, like we all used to, like I used to like Google, I don't even know if it was Google search back then, but I would like look up photos of them to like put on my wall or put in my locker or whatever. And I remember seeing at a certain point, seeing like, um, clearly photoshopped, like bad pictures of, you know, like 
them that were like topless, but it oh, wasn't I've seen them. Those. It was just their head on like other women's oh, yeah. bodies. I, I've definitely seen those. And yeah. it's like, I just like these basement trolls, you know, but it's almost like, even, but then there's the part of me that's like, no, like they are doing real damage. Like to just dismiss them as basement trolls is not helping the right. situation either. Like, but at the same time, they are literal basement trolls that just have nothing better to do. And, um, that I, I like, that's why I'm just, I'm so protective, even like the, the like, young female celebrities that I'm not particularly a fan of. Like I've never, I didn't watch Stranger Things. So I yeah. feel like no I'm next not, to I nothing don't. about her. Yeah. But, or like Emma Watson, like I'm not a Harry Potter person. So I, I don't really know much about her, but like, I, I just feel so protective every single t- Like I just feel so protective because I just can't imagine what knowing the entire world is like looking at you in a certain way. And you may not want that or you may think you want it and that's fine too but either way like that kind of attention um is I just I can't imagine what that would do to a person um Mm -hmm. psychologically like like I just I can't like it bothers me so much when people are like oh you know the Olsen twins like they look so weird now or they like why are they always covered up why do they dress like bag ladies it's like if you had people talking about you when you were 13 years old and like waiting to just prey on you and making it known Mm -hmm. you probably would feel the same way yeah no definitely and I I did read this in an article too that on SNL I guess at the and I've missed this part I've rewatched the SNL with Mary Kate Ashley in it but I guess at the end of it when they're like waving goodbye at the very end with the last musical guest yeah Mary Kate says remember we're legal in four weeks Really? Yeah. I don't remember. I that. read that in, in one of these articles and I, I, and it just like makes me think it's like Stockholm syndrome, right? Yeah. Like they're kind of like, I don't know if they were told to say that if Mary Kate was told to say that, or if that was kind of a, a joke that she was just like, that was implanted in her brain that it's normal. Yeah. I'm like, sure. I'm sure that's yeah. what it was. It's like she, yeah. whether she was told to say, it or she just said it, like you, you can't like, she just could not have understood the way right. of like what that yeah. was Cause you about. think when you are 17, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to be legal in four weeks. Like it's almost innocent. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to be 18. I'm legal. So excited. I mean, they were yeah. teenagers. You watch these videos of them when they're like, I love watching the old videos when they're teens. Cause I'm like, they're, even though they're Mary Keen Ashley and they're such little adults, when you, at the end of the day, they were teenagers. They were like putting things that they liked in their movies. They were putting horses in their movies because Mary Kate liked horses. Like they were choosing the boys. They were little, they were teens. And so it's like, they were still excited to turn 18, I'm sure, but they didn't realize, oh, the, when we say, remember we're legal in four weeks, there is such a strong innuendo with that. Yeah. 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 Like you just, that's, that's, I guess like things like that are like why they end up getting blamed for those things. But I, I just don't think that that's, um, you know, it's like, it's gotta just be, I just, I I always, I say this like all the time about everybody, but I, (laughs) I truly mean it that like, I hope that they have a, not only like a good support team around them, but Mm -hmm a good therapist. Like, oh, truly. <laughs> like, truly. 
because it's like maybe this I and you know I like you know I've said they can date older guys of course they're 30 years old they can do what they want but you can't help but wonder I mean and you think like okay they're dating older guys because they didn't really have a childhood it's probably hard for them to relate to men their own age but then you also think like psychologically what damage did stuff like this with older men fawning over them when they were 13 what damage did that do to them or how has that influenced them in their romantic lives you never really know but I thought I couldn't find this interview and I was searching for it for the 2020 interview with Connie Chung I looked for it too I couldn't find it I wonder if they scrubbed it probably if Mary Kay and Ashley were because yeah, because that's where Connie Chung asked about their virginity. Yeah. When she was 16. That's just like... Yeah, it's... I mean, I feel like the, the biggest examples of that, at least that I can recall, were like Britney Spears and Jessica Simpson, who like had to sort of... Or even like the Jonas Brothers. I mean, like, this is not just an exclusive thing with girls. Oh, no. The Jonas um, Brothers, like, purity shit. Right. Like, it just... Fucking it's, weird. It's so weird and it's not a thing that sh- it is literally nobody's business like what anybody does or anybody's sexual status like like point blank like it is not anyone's business to know that about anybody else mm-hmm. um no matter how famous how old how young whatever but it's especially right. fucked up that this was just like a normal thing that interviewers would ask young celebrities like and expect them to have a certain answer and it's like you know they're set up to fail you know Britney Spears Mm -hmm. came out and said I'm I'm gonna save my virginity till marriage because she knew that's what she was supposed to say right and then suddenly when that came out not to be true which why we even needed to know like nobody needed to know that it's no one's business and then it's like oh well she lied like what a little slut I know it's so it's yeah, and then, you know, when those pictures of Mary-Kate and Ashley partying were released, it was like, oh, no, these teenage girls have been, have had drinks. Yeah. They've partied. They're teenagers. It's like, who the fuck cares? Like, why do we have to put these celebrities, these young celebrities, on these pedestals just to kick it down when they act like normal teenagers? I feel like that part of it may be a bit better now, if only because I do think that um, celebrities know or are able to sort of keep privacy when when they need to. It seems mm-hmm. to be easier. Um, I think maybe that has to do with social media, like they're kind of choosing what they put out there. So that mm-hmm. makes it easier for them to sort right. of control that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely this whole, like that they just happen to be in that time of like, you know, young people in Hollywood, just like, you know, making the same mistakes that like you and I do when we're right. 19, 20, 21, whatever, doing the same dumb shit, but mm-hmm. having literal cars, like following you and, 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 and not knowing like, is someone going to take my photo and is this going to end up in a magazine and right. whatever. And like, that's, that's the worst part of it is that like, they're not, whatever they did or didn't do is also none of our business, but like either way, they were never afforded the privacy of just being able to live out their young life and not be under a, you know, a lens that everybody's watching and scrutinizing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Do you think that, you know, if Mary Keen Ashley turned 18 now or like within the last few years with social media, Instagram, stuff like that, do you think it would have been such a like shock jock topic? Or do you think that that's kind of more pushed under, under the rug now? I think it's more like, I think it's just all these things are more underground. Like if, yeah. like if we really wanted to seek that content out as I'm sure men who are pedophiles can and do like there, there are just different channels to get to mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. like maybe Howard Stern wouldn't make those comments in 2020, not because he doesn't feel that way, but because right. he knows better than to do that. And that's exactly right. the problem. It's like, you're still thinking those thoughts and having those feelings about a child. You're just knowing you're reading the room and you know not to say you, it. Like, you don't have as much as a platform anymore. Yeah. Cause I think these, right. these DJs that had the Mary can't actually countdown. I don't think that they're still as prominent anymore. I don't even know if they still are DJs. Let's see. Um, oh, they're nationally syndicated. I don't know if that means that they're still on the air. It's a good question. Um, I mean, I, it must, right? Right, that it's just, that's not still, or, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, they still have um, events. Fabulous. Why are they having an event during a pandemic? I don't understand. Great question. Um, they have podcasts still. Ugh. But I, I don't think that they're still as um, popular. Yeah. as they were during Mary Kane Ashley turning 18. Because they don't seem to have much of a presence online. Interesting. I want to contact them and just be like, hey, can you please um, discuss your thoughts on your Mary Kane Ashley countdown and party? Like, can you defend yourself? I just want to like know their side. I want to say, okay, so I want to say that, like, they're, that, that maybe I'm giving, like, some credit here where credit is not due, but maybe that all of that kind of stuff really was, no, whatever, I'll say it, but it's not true. Okay. It was, like, a product of that time, and I do want to believe maybe that, like, people can grow and change. Yeah, and and maybe they would be, like, that was fucked up. Yeah, I mean, like, like and if an they example, say it, if they own up to it, then it's like okay, okay. Yeah, totally. Like I, one person that's like coming to my mind is like Jimmy Kimmel, and mm-hmm. how he yeah. was like, like basically on this level with like the Man Show, and I mean, just like, just like truly vile, like not even shit that like, you know, it's not like oh, it wouldn't fit in today's culture. Like it's just it was fucked up then, and it's fucked up now, and whatever. But I want to say that, like, maybe he's grown and changed and, and, like, acknowledges the Mm -hmm. error of those ways. I don't know. Right. But then at the same time, I'm just like, but no, but you also were an adult then. You knew what you were doing. And is it, is it any better? I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I, I want to know if Howard Stern has even like apologized or made any statements about it. I don't see anything. 
I feel like he still makes like gross comments. Yeah. He's just like smart enough to, I don't know, like code them in a certain way that it's not mm-hmm. so overt. Yeah, probably. I just, I can't believe that John Stamos didn't like defend them more, you know, in that clip. He even was like, Ashley loves you. She texted me today and and wanted me to tell you that she loves you. Like, that's just like some Stockholm syndrome shit. Yeah. That just makes me sad for them. Yeah, because also he's not even that funny. So like, no, there's just, just he's not funny at all. (laughs) I have never listened to like the Howard Stern show, but it's just. And it also like, and I know, you know, Bob Saget is very protective of Mary Kane Ashley. I would never insinuate that he like would have said anything gross to them or made them feel uncomfortable when they were, you know, kids. But I do get concerned about like the the way that they probably spoke on the set of Full House when Mary Kane Ashley were kids. And like, how has that kind of shaped their world of how men should treat them when they were growing up? Yeah as like young celebrities yeah you just think of like how was like that content behind the scenes making them normalize these guys you know making these countdowns and saying that it's just the territory of being a girl you know it's not the territory of being a girl Ashley it's not the territory that hurts my heart it yeah that's that's so sad I remember a few years ago at one of the Oscar parties, Ashley came, Ashley showed up and she had a yeah. Times Out pin. Yeah. It's like, I just, uh, I just want to like dish it with her. Be like, tell, like, there's probably so much that went down that we don't even know about. Yeah. I mean, not even just like on the sets of their of that, but just shows like everywhere. Just in like in, meetings, in the inter- yeah, entertainment in- stuff. And when right. I was on Twitter, like going through all of this shit, I mean, there's like QAnon people talking about Mary Kane Ashley. And I just wanted to be like, get their names out of your fucking mouths. Yeah. Like, don't talk about my girls in your Twitter threads. Like the problem that happened with that, like, ugh, I don't know if I'll keep this in the podcast, but that really upset me. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, and what's, what sucks to- is that the ripple effect that all of that has like I know at least for me um this is probably like you know the thing that I should just be taking to my therapist and <laughs> podcast but like you know growing up in this time of like having like of being very aware of mm-hmm. of these sorts of things because I was like obsessive about this like if I loved a celebrity I mean I, we were both the same way like I was right. obsessed I bought obsessed. every magazine you bought, did read every yeah like every interview every like I just would just it was like it consumed me it was like my entire life and I really enjoyed it but then at the same time like I internalized all those messages too and so right I knew that like you know there was a way there was what was considered attractive and what wasn't. And I didn't fit that. And, um, you know, it's hard not to, when you are that young, it's hard not to internalize that and to be like, well, this is, this is what I see everywhere. I'm not that. Um, okay. What do I do with that? Like, like I will never be that. There's nothing I can do that will make me look like that or whatever. And I, 
it's just, it's a, it's a definite ripple effect to know that other girls that are not famous or whatever had to see all of that and um, be like, okay, well, what do I do with this? Like, I, like, if this is what is considered the pinnacle and I'm not that, Right. Okay, great. <laughs> and I noticed there was an article that I read that kept referring Mary Kate Ashley as our, like there was like this possessive nature of Mary Kate Ashley with like in the media, like journalists and the media thought that like Mary Kate Ashley w- were theirs. Like when our girls grow up, when our girls turn 18, when like, are we going to still have our two little twin bright-eyed moguls and I think that that language also just like you lose even as a an audience even as a viewer or a consumer of the media you then start questioning your own autonomy yeah I think especially as a young girl like oh if Mary can actually belongs to like they don't belong to themselves then like I think it really can fuck with your head as when you're like coming of age yeah, and it's exactly that that kind of like language that sh- like is kind of at the essence of like what this is, which is that like when when a girl specifically, but also boys, but mostly girls are young, you can they're they're yours. You can mold mm-hmm. them. You can groom them. You can make them what you want, and and you know before they're like tarnished or whatever it is. This like sick mentality. And that's exactly what it is. It's like the second that they turn 18, they sort of lose that luster because it's like, well, you know, okay, now, and now, now it's legal to like lust after them or whatever, but it's, it is, it's a possessive thing. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. a power, it's a, it's a power thing. So that's why when I like, you can't even like, it's like, you know, when you're an adult, you know, right from wrong. A kid does not, a young adult does not. When you are 30 40, whatever, you know what you're doing. You know right. that you know exactly how, how what you're what game you're playing. And so that's mm-hmm. what makes it even worse. Right. And I noticed in a lot of these articles too, they even like like New York Minute was they like sexualized them in New York Minute, which to yeah. me is like not it's, yeah. It's there's, so wholesome. It's it is like such a little, there's like a little part where they're, you know, in towels, I guess, yeah. or they like drop the towels, but it's still like, I never considered those scenes like overtly sexual. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you. Like when they like realize that their towels came off in the dumpster or whatever, like that's not. No, I didn't. I didn't then. No, I didn't. But I also think that that was probably added in there again by people higher yeah. up than them who like knew, all right, we're not going to get teen boys in the theater to see this movie. But like if they're in the promo in towels, yeah, oh, that's okay, true. Maybe, like, like they knew what they were doing. And right. that's it. Like, so to me, no, watching it, I did not um, think like, of it that way. It, right at all. But I can see what was going on there. Right. Yeah. No, that makes, yeah. But I hated that they were like trying to sexualize them in New York minute, which to me is just like the most wholesome movie. (laughs) So it really is (laughs) It's like so terrible and like, so like wholesome and weird and wacky that it's actually rated PG 13. Is it? I think so. Oh my God. That's, that's funny. Um, I think I read that. Um, 
Did there was there even like a curse word in that movie? <laughs> um, I don't think so. <laughs> oh um, it is. God, where do you find the rating for things? I don't know. I can try to look it up. Um. Oh, it is. Um. It is rated PG for mild sensuality and thematic elements. Yeah, it's funny when you Google it, and the trailer comes up like the 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 image from the is video them in a tra- in, in the towel. Yeah, in the towel. Oh, I can't believe it just has one star on Rotten Tomatoes. That is a farce. <laughs> um. Yeah, forty-seven yeah, percent audience score. So. I mean, the audience knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, the audience knows. But, you know, I read that it was going to be rated PG-13. Okay. Super weird. Sense. Yeah. But, but I hope I hope at least that um, that this, this, like, commentary on them specifically was almost just that and not, like, I don't know if you've ever heard these rumors, but um, there have been, like, long-standing rumors that um, – Hayden Panettiere, you know, do you know mm-hmm. her? Yeah. From Nashville and um, other stuff. Like, I think she was in time. Somerville with Jesse McCartney. I think so. And, and stuck in the suburbs, perhaps? Perhaps. But she, there was, she's, she's like our age, um, but there's been long, long, long rumors that like she, when she was like, you know, a literal like preteen and teen that like her mom like pimped her out as part of some like pedophilia ring and oh, like shit like okay this is her money and stuff I'm thinking of a different person but yes Hayden Pantier she was in a bunch of Disney stuff too yeah heroes ice that princess yeah um, um and there's just tiger like, cruise tiger cruise. yeah there's lots of like awful like dark horrible rumors about like what happened to her and and so obviously this stuff like has levels and um uh-huh. I I don't necessarily think think that anything like that happened to the Olsen twins no Um, but either way like it's all bad and it's all connected um, I mean these the way that just the media treats young girls and young celebrities in general you're right like the Jonas brothers having to like pledge their fucking purity when they were teenagers yeah I remember that I remember when I was a kid and I like they were on Disney and everything and my friends at church were so excited that the Jonas brothers were waiting till marriage yeah. Or even like, uh, you know, my, my favorite example, um, I remember when I, I mean, I remember being at my first job and I used to read magazines on the train cause I had a long commute. And I remember reading a Rolling Stone. So it must've been 2012 and Justin Bieber was on the cover and the little thing underneath his name was hot, ready and legal. And it's like, even the fucking guy? kidding. Like, yeah. Like he, like little baby, Justin Bieber. He's like Jay in his little tank top. I know. I know. And it's like, you just have to like, like that kind of seeing yourself in that way when you are so young, just can't feel yeah. it's, it's not normal. No, and it can't it, like you, ha- you have to feel some kind of way that is just overwhelming and like too much for somebody that young to like truly understand. No. Yeah. And when I was 17, I was dating like I, I use the term dating very loosely. Um, I was in an entanglement with yeah. this guy <laughs> who was 23 years old and I was 17. And when like the day I turned 18, he was like ready to like not put like a label on it, but you know, actually then be like, okay, we can be seen 
with people like the day I turned 18 as if that was like some magical I was like I'm still like looking back it's like I'm still too young for you I'm still in high school and you are a grown-ass man yeah and like this is still like and you know when you're in it you're like this is not good but I think I'm I'm really mature that this older guy is into me but really the older guy is immature yeah I mean yeah it's just it's a it's Usually. a clear power, power. dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Man, <sighs> this is dark stuff, but I wanted to just, you know, have a serious podcast episode about the horrors of, I don't know. What do you even call this? The like, to me, it's like the sexualization or the fetish, fetishization right. of, you know, young uh, celebrities. Clearly. Yeah clearly yeah. underage and, and it's not even underage because I still think it's problematic to do this to somebody that's legal you know yeah 19, like oh well 20. when they're 18 then then you can start sexually right like, it's still it's still not okay it's still because I think it's you know this fetishization of like their young appearance right they're like yeah. youthfulness yeah their innocence yeah it's so fucked up. I hope that like I, my I, every time I think about somebody that was or is or has been famous like that so young, um, I just I always hope that they were whatever they were exposed to that they have a true support system and that mm-hmm. they have a good therapist. I know, <laughs> and I think Mary and Ashley were really they really lucked out on how yeah. they ended up. Like they didn't have a huge you know, they didn't lose all their money. They didn't yeah. have a huge mental breakdown. Like they didn't, they, they've had a good head on their shoulders. They've stayed yeah. busy. They say they've stayed successful. They've stayed out of any real scandal. Yeah. And, and for that, you know, I applaud I them. I do not blame them in the slightest for not wanting to be recognized or known. I mean, I know I like broke my heart the day when I asked them for a photo and they said, no, but honestly, I, <laughs> yes, listeners, it. the first interview with Ariel, <laughs> yeah. she describes all of her, all of her times meeting Mary Kay and Ashley and, and missing her shop for the photo. But, but, uh, but looking at it now, I, I totally understand. Like, like I, I, I totally understand. I, like right. They do not owe anybody anything. They are, they don't want to be in public. They don't want to be public figures. They want to do their job and create their work and check the rest of the door. And I cannot blame them for that. Like no. that's, nobody is owed anything from them or anybody um, mm-hmm. just because of a job that they had when they were kids. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really did not appreciate that Rolling Stone article. Just like. Ugh. So gross. Like, just like, I mean, the, that's an entire topic in and of itself. Yeah. Like the, the idea of the celebrity profile, like how disgusting they are always. Cause it's always like describing the, the woman. It's like, it's just so sick. But um, the, the description of them, like, you know, walking into the cafe and seeing like, all the guys like turn their gawking heads at them. Like, oh, they're so hot. And it's oh, like, I like that what? one. I choose that one. Right. Yeah. And Mary can actually just not noticing them, but you know, saying hi to the eight year old fan. Right. It's, it's so Where it's sick. just like, you know, Mary can actually noticed that shit. Like don't of pretend 
that they didn't notice that they were getting all of this attention. I did a pre I, one thing I did like about that article though, um, before we wrap up is that when Ashley was describing the guy she was dating and she was like, we go to the movies or like, we go to dinner, we go to the movies. It's kind of boring. Yeah. I know. It was really cute. I'm like, Oh my God. Because they lived like such big lives. Which were going to the movies and going to dinner is boring when you are like, so, you know, you're just like, but that's so sweet. <laughs> no. And Mary Kate being like, oh, I, you know, had a date, but I can't say who it is. Cause if, if it doesn't work out, I'll just feel so stupid. And I was like, even Mary Kate is dealing with that stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I find hope when I read about Mary Kate and Stavros, like Mary Kate getting like so heartbroken over Stavros. I'm like, if someone can reject Mary Kate, I can get rejected too. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I just hope that whoever they date, I don't care how old they are. No, um, I don't really either. I just want them to respect them. Yes. I just, they deserve to be treated well, treated with respect, treated um, like queens. Yeah. Treated like the queens they are. Do not throw out Mary Kate of her apartment. No, that's, if, if she, if she dumped him, there's a reason why. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, I read it. It's like, yeah, I started having his ex-wife move in. Yikes. Yeah. Soups. Yikes. Just want them to be happy. Always. This is always my, like, just truly just want them to be happy. <laughs> want them to not be flourish. Not, not yeah. To flourish and to not carry the weight of disgusting adults that put things on them that they did not deserve. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, thank you, Ariel, for coming back to the podcast. I mean, you're a journalist. This is your forte. You like bust out your magazines. You're like, this is what I do. This is what I have. I read articles and write articles. So I'm, I know this topic like the back of my hand. No, I just, I, I, I do. I mean, not that, you know, no, you do. I'm not making fun of you. I'm no, no, no. I know. I think, <laughs> I think these things like don't get talked about. No. And so I, I hope I, 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 I get why it's, it's a touchy thing. It's a mm-hmm. dark thing. It's very it's dark. That, like no one wants to even like touch with a 50 foot pole, but it's so alarmingly common. And mm-hmm. I hope that people really think about it and, you know, start to see it for what it is and, and recognize. like how much damage this, this type of, you know, coverage can actually do to young celebrities. Yeah. And, and then the young people that are need it and consuming take it. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whew. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to end the recording. I don't know. Is there anywhere that people can find you? I guess before I end, do you want, do you want to plug anything? Any? Oh, plug anything. I mean, no, I write dumb shit online. So if they want to go to my website, arielchinkle.com, I never <laughs> update it, but um, if you Google me, you can find some dumb <laughs> articles that I've written. Like that. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs>